With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're back with our number two of Ron Seggi today, live nationwide and around the world on this first weekend of the month. And the first interview we have this second hour is with Ray Liotta. We lost Ray oh, about a week and a half ago. Tremendous, talent, nice man, a friend of our show for many, many years. And this is an interview that we did with him from December 2021 as a tribute to our friend Ray Liotta. And after that, we have from the WWE, John Cena. Margie Haber will be joining us. A lot of people ask me how to get into acting. Well, she's got the answer with a new book. And then we'll chat about Eye Care with Dr. Nancy Holkamp. And that's all coming up the second hour with Ron Seggi today. We're going to pause only for a few seconds. When we come back, we'll be playing our last interview that we did with the legendary Ray Liotta. We'll be right back. Stress. It never seems to end when you owe money to the IRS. What about the years of unfiled tax returns? Have you tried another tax service and gotten nowhere? Then you need Tax Alliance. Why? Years of being A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints sets them apart. Call 800-624-9275. That's 800-624-9275. Don't wait until the IRS attacks your wages, bank account, your home or pension, and even your Social Security check. Tax Alliance specializes in IRS tax relief programs, including the Fresh Start Initiative, which can finally free yourself from IRS. IRS debt. Their tax professionals can file returns, fight the IRS to substantially lower your IRS debt, or possibly even have it forgiven. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled tax returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call 800-624-9275. That's 800-624-9275. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. Hi, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling, best-selling author, psychologist, and creator of the Zen Founder Podcast. And I'm teaming up with Intuit QuickBooks for a new campaign to help small businesses. The QuickBooks Early Start campaign will provide integrated tools designed to help small businesses grow and succeed from day one. All small businesses face challenges, but Intuit can help with its global technology platforms. Early Start shows entrepreneurs how programs like QuickBooks and MailChimp can provide solutions for today's competitive marketplace. When it comes to keeping a small business running smoothly, Intuit QuickBooks provides the tools that allow business owners to focus on more important needs. Finally, as a psychologist who studies business practices, I advise entrepreneurs that it's critically important to work smarter and to put your time and energy toward activities that yield the highest return. I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. For more information about the Early Start campaign, visit quickbooks.com. 
As everyone knows by now, we lost a very talented man and a very nice one too, in the likes of Ray Liotta, who passed away just about a week or so ago. We had Ray on the show many, many times, and as a tribute to him and his talent and his friendship with us, we'd like to play the last interview we did with Ray Liotta. We will miss him. We're back nationwide and all around the USA and around the world with Ron Seggi today. Our next guest is really one prolific actor, and it's nice to have a paisan who's made it so well in this business. He is one giant talent. Joining us right now is Ray Liotta. Ray, welcome back to the show. It's been a long time. Hi, Ron. How are you? I'm doing good. We were talking before we went on the air about how many times that you've come down here at Christmas time yep. with your daughter to visit all the parks down here in Orlando. Yep, and we would do we probably a day after Christmas usually we do either get there the 26th or the 27th, which have to be has to be one of the busiest yes. times uh, that that Disney World uh, is. It's just packed with people. Yes, but. Luckily, we get a little perks because if you stand in line, you can sign one picture or sign one autograph, then then it's it's a hundred. It's a <laughs> so they kind of sneak you around, and we just loved it. My daughter loved it. She grew every 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 year since she was three years old. Wow! So just imagine if uh, you know for five, six, seven, eight year old kid doing whatever she wants in Disney World. It, I loved it down there. But, you know, here's the thing that's even better than that. The memory she has of being with her father at the park, that has got to be worth its weight in gold, you know, right? Well, I'll probably find that out maybe when she's 25. Right now she's 19, and yeah. she could give a... <laughs> I know what you're saying. They get a little jaded after a while. It takes them a little while to grasp the whole like concept. Exactly. <laughs> There's no... No exactly. I'm with you, Ron. One day she'll see it. Yeah, one day. She, I hope you'll live to see it. But unfortunately, I lost, <laughs> I, I lost my father when I was 19, and I never got a chance to tell him how smart he really was and what a dope I was, you know? Yeah. I love that show, Shades of Blue, where you played Officer Wozniak. Because in my home in Pennsylvania, there was a police chief by the name of Wozniak. So I, really? I don't, I don't know if it was taken from the books of history or not, but what a great performance you do. I mean, you are, as I mentioned in the introduction, one hell of an actor. You really are. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. That's nice to hear. You know, your first jaunt out, a Golden Globe nomination for Something Wild, then, of course, The Field of Dreams, and your memorable role in Goodfellows, and uh, Copland, Hannibal... And you did some producing and starring in NARC and the place beyond the pines, Shades of Blue. Must have been tough going to work every day with Jennifer Lopez. It's rough on the eyes. I know. <laughs> you played Sinatra, did you not, in the Rat Pack I movie? did. Yeah. I did. I was scared. I was offered it, the miniseries by his daughters, and I just didn't want to do it. I just, just was... Felt I just didn't see it, and then they they wanted me for the HBO for Rat Pack, and I turned it down, and then I turned it down, and then finally so I, I I just had a little talk with myself saying what why am I turning this down, and I realized I was turning it down because for fear of what people would say mm-hmm. he doesn't look like Sinatra he doesn't sound like Sinatra I was I was hearing the voices of of the critics. And as, as you know, in our business, everybody's a critic. Right. And then I said, that's a stupid reason not to do it, because it's, it's a, a great challenge. And, you know, singing and dancing. And I started out 
I mean, you, uh, you're in Florida. I, I went to college at the University of Miami. Oh, wow. And the first year, all I did were musicals. And so I felt comfortable singing and dancing, and, and Sinatra definitely wasn't a hooper. Uh, so I just said, but so that I just wanted to get over that fear of what people would say. And once I got rid of that, I said, yeah, I'll do it. And then I just obsessed on everything Sinatra. So all his movies, there are too many books to read. We had to stick to the general things of how he helped Kennedy, and, and then Kennedy didn't want any part of him after he won the election, and yet they used him and his influences. So really glad I did it. And I was at a, at a low point in my career, and that kind of brought things back again. Very odd business. It is a very odd business, and you had to be complimented that the family wanted it to do it. But on the other hand, it was probably very fearful because they would be most critical of your performance because it's their father. Yeah, but they, they well, quick story. Since they, so one day we're, we're, we're shooting something like in a Copacabana, and I'm there with Judith Exner. Yeah, who, I know that. I'm, I'm yeah. doing the, 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 the scene, and all of a sudden the director comes over to me with this this really, like, scared face. And he said, Ray, somebody dropped something off for you. <laughs> like, he was saying it in such a fearful way. It turned out it was a horse's head. Oh, you're... And they, then they, but they kept it going, like, a horse's head. You know what that means, you know, from, from the Godfather? Sure, like, sure. I don't know if they like us doing the movie. And then, ha, 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 they realized his daughter's sent the horse's head to, uh, to me, and I turned it over to sign it because they wanted me to sign it. And they had done this to probably 20, 25 other people. So, so there were all different names of, of actors that played this horse's head joke on. That's funny. That's scary and funny, to be honest with you. You know, Ray, you have a unique talent, though. A lot of times when people... So do you. you got a great voice for radio. Well, thank you very much. Uh, do this. I, I appreciate it. Coming from you, that's an enormous compliment. But, you know, you have a unique talent. You can play a cop, as you did in Shades of Blue, and then you can play a gangster or a thug, like you did in Goodfellas, and both being believable. That takes an enormous amount of versatility. Well, thanks. You must have seen me in the Muppet movie, I where, I sang, where I sang and danced. <laughs> I did see that. I did see that. But you see, that's what I like, the versatility. That's the full package. And a lot of people can't do that. A lot well, of people, once they get pigeonholed into one role, man, they're there. I know, but you really got to work hard and be committed to your career to make sure that people see that side. Mm -hmm. that's, that, that's one thing that I still have the same fire in my belly from when I started at the University of Miami. That's where I first wanted to be an actor. When you were doing the Sinatra role, did you ever have ambitions of going out and just being a singer? No, 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 no. Although I did musicals. That's what I mean. When, yeah. I, when I was younger, I took guitar lessons. And then in like five, fifth or sixth grade, uh, I was in the chorus. And the teacher came and told my mother that said that I had a really, you know, gifted voice. You know, he could maybe be a singer if you get him lessons. And But I was more of a character singer. Like when I went, we did West Side Story, I played Riff. I wasn't Tony. If you know the show, yeah, I know the show. You know, it's much gruffer being, I could get away with, with, with it. My singing, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Going back to your old series there a couple of years back, you had a kind of a weird experience, and you handled it with vengeance, which personally I can relate to. 
<laughs> you know, like a typical Italian. I forget what the argument was about, but the grudge is still there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, totally. No, no question. <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad with it that one year, the, the, and it just shows how like girls can be really rough on, on other girls. And one year, my daughter was like picked on or they gave the silent treatment. And I still remember the, the girls that did this to my daughter. And if, if there was a, 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 a monkey drowning in the ocean and one of these girls, I'd save the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> that, I love uh, it. Uh, to this day, I, I love I still, it. My best friend once did something to me that I still hold. Uh, I, I still let him know. You know, it's amazing. I got to tell you something. You and I are alike. I had something happen to me as a senior in high school. It was yeah. a buddy of mine that I was baptized next to. That's how close we were. We're like brothers. <laughs> I haven't talked to him since, and that was fifty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened? What did he do? Stole did he my girl. Some of the, to the holy water? No, he stole my girlfriend. Stole oh, my. Oh wow! <laughs> you went light on him. I know I went light on him, big time, big time. If it wasn't for me, he'd be in jail right now. He's in radio, but uh, you know, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I think you should be interviewing me, Ray. I got a lot of problems here. I got to discuss with you. <laughs> Well, you know, Rick, you are a great guest. I wish you'd come back more often. We'd love to have you here, and congratulations on the success. And would you take me up on my offer, Ray? Go down and visit you. Won't I go down there? Come down and visit or be back on the show or whatever you want to do. Let's break some bread and have some pasta visual. Word up, homie. Okay, that sounds like a winner. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate it. You have a nice day, okay? Hey, Thank you, too. You. Okay, bye-bye. Ray Liotta has been our guest. What a talented individual. I really mean it. And when he plays a tough guy like he did on Goodfellas, and then you talk to him like we just did, you find out that he is really a prolific actor because he's not what you see on the screen. He's really a very nice guy. The last interview that we did with our friend Ray Liotta. We'll be right back with more with Ron Seggi today. I used to hate the worn-out plastic mat under my office chair. It dented and cracked, and it was uncomfortable to roll on. And then I found the premium alternative, a glass chair mat by Vitraza. I liked it so much, I bought the company. I'm George Pardo, president of Vitraza. Our glass chair mats are made of super strong glass and protected with a nanotech coating, so you'll always get a smooth, easy glide. And they're beautiful. Tired of replacing plastic mats? I promise, this is your last chair mat. We give you a lifetime warranty. Comfort, style, durability. A Vitraza glass chair mat will completely transform your workspace, home office, or office office. Order online at Vitraza.com. That's V-I-T-R-A-Z-Z-A.com. We stock 18 popular glass chair mat sizes and shipping is free. Get the look you deserve and get 10% off any glass chair mat with promo code GEORGE at Vitraza.com. As a mother, you don't want to have to worry about this bill is coming but then she needs this chemo. That's a decision you shouldn't have to make. At St. Jude, a family never sees a bill at all. It's like the world has been lifted off of your shoulders. The treatment doesn't get any better than what you receive at St. Jude. It saved my life. It saved my daughter's life. It saved our family. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. As a mother, you don't want to have to worry about this bill is coming, but then she needs this chemo. That's a decision you shouldn't have to make. It's a huge burden lifted financially, and so it allows you to give singular focus to your child. I've never known a hospital that takes care of their patients so thoroughly. That was the first thing I was like, how are we going to do this? 
When they told us that we didn't have to pay a single bill, I was like, wow. They pretty much have saved us. It's like the world has been lifted off of your shoulders, and now your focus is supporting this child. There is not another hospital like St. Jude. The patient care is unmatchable. It saved my life. It saved my daughter's life. It saved our family. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. Go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. We understand what makes this cancer tick. And of course, without donors from around the world, this just couldn't happen. There's one thing we're focused on, and that's beating this thing. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Welcome back to Ron Seji Today. And our next guest has been with us in the past. Terrific guy. I'm a fan of his. There's millions of John Cena fans out there. The WWE superstar and also a Make-A-Wish ambassador. Very important. Joining us right now is John Cena. Hi, John. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, thanks again for having me back. Boy, I tell you something. They got you really working today, but that it is working for a great cause. First of all, you are physically fit to work harder than this. So, I mean, you know, this is probably just, <laughs> this is a cake ride for you. You are the ambassador to a Make-A-Wish, and I have to tell you something. I am a big supporter of that. I know you've been involved since 2004. You have really grasped this. I have done a lot of work with Make-A-Wish, and it's a great organization. Tell us what your quest is here, because is uh, the World Wish Day month. Yep, and on his actual World Wish Day, so what Make-A-Wish is asking to do and what I'm encouraging people to do is go to wish.org slash tickets. That's wish.org slash tickets to find out how they can help me and help Make-A-Wish make wishes take flight. Basically, when they get to that site, they're going to find out that they can either make a cash donation or they can donate frequent flyer miles allocated over the years. Maybe you just took a flight, you're doing nothing with the miles. Go to wish.org slash ticket and do what you can to donate those miles. Because miles make wishes happen. 75% of wishes involve travel, sure. airline travel. So it means getting the kids and their families from one destination to another. These travel, these travel tickets can be purchased or they can be redeemed with frequent flyer miles. And not only am I asking people to go to wish.org slash tickets to donate, I'm matching their donations. This is every great. Single, every single mile donated, up to $4.5 million, I will match myself. Wow. So hopefully... By April 29th, we can get about 10 million miles together and help make some wishes happen. Well, that's sensational. 4.5 million miles you will match? Yep. Last year we ran a similar promotion, and I donated myself 4 million miles. This year I upped it another 500,000. If you donate them, I'll match them right on the spot up until 4.5 million. And like I said, hopefully we can get that magic number of around 10 million miles to make some serious wishes happen this year. That is a remarkable contribution, John, but it also says another thing, and that is, boy, oh boy, you travel a lot. <laughs> yeah, but oh. oftentimes we'll ask you to donate or contribute to charities. It's truly just a, listen, could you please help us out and donate? I wanted to be the spokesperson World, World Wish Day, because not only am I asking people to donate, but it's something that I'm doing myself. Sure, I've traveled my entire life, and these miles can be used for personal vacation or family enjoyment. But I think they're much better used in trying to make wishes happen. I've granted a ton of wishes. I've seen the looks on children's faces, families' faces. 
the feeling of hope that a child gets when their wish is fulfilled, it's well worth the donation of any, any amount of miles. And between the two years, I've almost given 10 million miles myself, so I really encourage everybody to go to wish.org slash tickets. Donate your miles now. You donate them. I'll match them, and we're, we're going to get a ton of miles donated for World Wish. Well, i got to tell you something. I've told you this in the past. You're a class act. The nine years that you participated in this, you have donated more than 200, actually more than 340 wishes, more than anybody else in the Make-A-Wish history. Yeah, I've kind of, Make-A-Wish and I have fallen into a great relationship. They've made me an official ambassador of the charity. And like I said, once you see the reaction of a child and once you see the reaction of their families, you can't help but not want to be involved. And I've gotten involved in a big way, so much so that I'm not just donating my time. I'm donating my miles to help wishes happen, even if they don't have to do with me. I think it's more about the wish than anything else. Uh, I really like the charity. I see what it does for these children. I see what it does for their families. So like I said, go to wish.org slash tickets and help me. Uh, help make some wishes happen. Now, John, there are surveys that show that health professionals believe that these wish-come-trues have a very positive impact on the health of the children. Can you explain that? I mean, because a lot of these children are very, very sick. Yes. The Make-A-Wish Foundation, for those who don't know, is based off of children facing life-threatening medical conditions, and they are granted one wish. And what the medical studies, I believe to the best of my knowledge, has proven is that when a, ch- a child facing a life-threatening illness who is up against some, a really tough struggle finds out that they have a wish that's going to be granted and they have a date that that wish will be granted, the child begins to look forward to that date. The treatments become a little bit more motivated. Everything that they're fighting against, becomes a, there, there's a sense of positive reinforcement to work for that wish. And I can tell you firsthand, I'm not a doctor, but I've been in those rooms when the children's wish is fulfilled, and there is no greater sense of emotion, accomplishment, energy, excitement, satisfaction, just the hope that the child, no matter what they are facing, goes through a life of, uh, or through a moment of extraordinary circumstances. They are truly, I know when it comes down to the WWE, they are given the most VIP experience they, they could ever imagine, and it really is great to see some of our biggest heroes who are up against some unsurmountable odds uh, have a wonderful VIP experience and have a normal day with their family. Now, it's based in Phoenix, but do they have, like, different locations throughout the country? Yeah, the, the, the headquarters are based in Phoenix, but it is a regional chapter charity. There are chapters all over the place. I've met as many chapter heads and representatives from Make-A-Wish as I have kids and family. They, they come from all walks of life because they feel the same way I do. It really is something special. There's one and in Orlando, it, isn't there not? I believe so, yes. Yeah. I was very involved with that. I think uh, the uh, person who got really involved with it was Henry Landsworth, and uh, he was introduced to me by the late astronaut Alan Shepard, and I've done a lot with the Make-A-Wish here in Orlando. It is a sensational cause, and I congratulate you for the work and the effort that you've put into it, and i got to assume that when you award some of these and you make a personal appearance, I mean, the fact that you are, you know, a huge superstar with the WWE, that even your presence in awarding this has got to be an initial impact to a child that admires you it just is it truly is wonderful and uh different children have different reactions some are overwhelmed some are super excited some get really shy when we when i meet in person 
But when they get out in the audience to enjoy the show, they're the loudest voice in the crowd. It really is, like I said, it's, it's ultimately rewarding to see these, these children just get a chance to be kids for a day. And wow. that's what Make-A-Wish is all about. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't make a contribution, John will come over to your house and beat you <laughs> up. <laughs> that, that they did. They hired the right guy. I, I got some, uh, some impact behind my words. That's exactly oh, they, right. They hired the right guy. He knows where you live. He knows what you're doing. And he will come over there and make it a point to get the money out. You can either donate five or more, text WISH to 50555, but those free miles are very important. Yeah, there's a lot of wishes that, uh, and, and you'd mentioned the Orlando area, obviously Disney is a destination that right. a lot of kids want to go to, and if they're not from the Orlando area, that takes travel. All these wishes take travel, so it's about getting the kids and their families to their destination of their wish, and that takes tickets, and tickets can happen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Happened with Miles. Donating a bunch of them. I hope everybody gets on board and donates as well. They can go to wish.org slash tickets and help be a part of World Wish Day. That's right. the big day that we're hoping to get a ton of miles together to announce that the campaign was a success. Hey, John. Always nice talking with you, my friend. And good luck and thanks for all of your philanthropy work in this area, okay? Thank you for the time. Thanks, John. WWE superstar John Cena, who, by the way, is the ambassador for Make-A-Wish. He's quite a guy. Altogether different from being in the ring. He's got a compassionate heart. And there's more to come live nationwide and around the world with Ron Sedgy today. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Ron Sedgy today, live all across the USA and around the world. After doing this show for, like, eternity, I always get asked questions about guests and about show business. How do I get into show business? How do I break into acting? Well, we have one of Hollywood's top acting coaches right now. She's worked with Brad Pitt, Halle Berry, Tiffany Haddish. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. She has a studio that she founded uh, 25 years ago, Margie Haber Studio. Joining us right now is our guest. Margie Haber. Hi, Margie. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hello, Ron. How are you today? I'm doing excellent now that you are here. I'm very excited to talk to you oh. because there have been so many people, as I mentioned in the introduction, who think that getting in the show business is an easy thing, and it's not. And not only do you coach acting, right. but you also coach hundreds of corporate leaders, religious leaders, public leaders, political leaders. What do you look for? when you're going to talk to somebody about coming out of their shell, out of their comfort zone, which is the name of your new book that we're going to be talking about here in a second. Everybody, everybody, I'll tell you, Ron, everybody has a different story. Uh, everybody's always about what is your, first you have to figure out what is your comfort zone, you know? I mean, my comfort zone is being visible. Many people, most people's comfort zone is being invisible, right? And if you can, if you can figure out, okay, what is it that is getting, stopping me from fully, living uh, the best of my life, then you're in a good start. And most people, no matter whether you're a star, an actor, a non-actor, they're, you know, they're, it's the challenge is to be willing to let go of control and get out of your comfort zone and, and, and do it through empathy and curiosity. But that's not an easy thing to do. It, it reminds me of when I was in grade school, and I was always afraid to go to school because I, you know, teachers scared me, right? And they said, well, just relax. Mm, I hate that word, relax. You know, people say to me, oh, people say, I just want to relax, you know. First of all, nerves are not bad, Ron. Nerves, actually, you can bring nerves into excitement. 
you know, the worst thing you can do is sit in neutral and, and just close yourself up. There's a chapter in my book called Does Your Armor Serve You? And some people, in order to, to protect themselves, wear the armor of indifference or the armor of humor. Like my, you know, my student, Tiffany Haddish, wears this wonderful armor of humor. But for many years, I've known her since for a long, long time, that's all she wanted to do was to keep herself in, you know, in that comedy place. She was so afraid of her vulnerability and her sadness and her pain. And, you know, and so when we're afraid of those things and we keep uh, these secrets become, they, you know, we're, we're controlled by our secrets. So in my book, I out myself in therapy sessions. My, my students out themselves about their lives. We find different, uh, different tools for people to be able to get um, to breathe, one of the most important things, and to allow themselves to, be, to, to acknowledge what's going on and forgive themselves. Because we have to forgive when we're just human beings. Being imperfect is so important, you know? I like your philosophy on the term relaxing because it's very true that sometimes yeah. if you become too relaxed, then you cannot perform to your best because I know that a little bit of fear is what keeps me sharp mm -hmm. when I'm on the air or on stage or I'm seeing something, knowing yeah. that if I just kind of lay back and forget about it, I'm going to screw it up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all it's the fear that we have is actually, it's not the fear that's bad. It's what we do with fear. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's like, um, if I, relaxing to me is not the, not the way to do it. My thing is to have, to be willing to take a dance with another, to have a reason for us to speak. You know, I'm here today to talk to you. I'm not going to be nervous if I really understand what I want you to know about me and what I want to know about you. It's a two-way street. Right. Um, you know, if we had more time, I'd be asking all these questions to you about how do you get out of your comfort zone, you know, and are you a victim in your life, and how do you get out, and do you become a persecutor, getting out of that triangle that we end up being the persecuted victim and rescuer. It's a two-way street. Relaxing is just another way to get stuck in your fear. Well, you know, a lot of times if you want a goal, uh, or let's say you're not successful in the goal because you have a frightening feeling about it, for example, being on the air, okay? Mm -hmm. now, you know, they say that yep. the biggest fear out there is talking in front of the public. People fear that the most, all right? Public speaking. And from a very young age, I wanted to do that, and I also had that fear, but I wanted the goal so bad mm -hmm. that I overcame the fear, and now it's like, you know, just everyday routine for me, and I think that's what's important. That's right. Now, wh when you get an actor or an actress, and I've seen so many of these people on television where they say, you know, I, I, I don't want to watch myself because I don't like what I do, and so right. on and so forth, which yeah, I, never, yeah. I never could understand. But what about these people that are introverted, and then when they go on stage or they go in front of the public or they're on the movie screen or they're on the stage, mm -hmm. they completely change. What mm -hmm. is the... Because I'll tell you what that is. Ron, you see, I have people, years ago I had a woman named Heather Lockbeer, who was in my class, and Heather always sat there with her, her um, big sweatshirt covering herself up because she was so nervous. When she got, got in, when we did a slice of life, which you call a scene, or when she got up to do something, I worked with her on Dynasty and Melrose Place, all of the years back, she became alive. I have a guy um, who I work with all the time, um, who is an amazing actor. His name is Brandon Scott. He's on Dead to Me and Goliath and everything. His fearful child is, you know, is always present, like most people. But when you when you realize I'm living the life of somebody else, I'm in someone else's shoes, then you do not have to, uh, then your life is 
filled with that person and that person's imagination. But even regular people, okay, Ron, even people that are non-actors, I work so much with people and do public speaking. You know, I have a guy who is very, very well-known. I mean, not well-known, but his name is Haddis Tadis. He's a director of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Hmm. And his whole, he's in my book, and he talks about his uh, fear of being imperfect and his whole, and his fear of being vulnerable and fear of making mistakes. And I just gave him permission to be human. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, so public speaking or any of these things is that you're, you're, you're getting up to perform. I don't like that word performance. I removed that word right away from my dictionary. I think of it as a conversation, just a conversation, and you let the other person affect you and you take this journey together. The name of your first book was How to Get the Part Without Falling Apart, which kind of ties in with okay. the theory that you don't fail unless you try. But And then your second book is F Your Comfort Zone, which I think really and truly says it because of the fact that your comfort zone is where you obviously feel comfort. And if you don't go beyond that, then you really are never going to grow, yeah. whether it be an actor, a business leader, a religious leader, a politician, a sports yeah. figure. It doesn't make any difference. Correct. Exactly. And, you know, I know you, you have a lot of lot of military people that listen to this stuff, too. Yes. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yes. You know, so, you know, it's living, being in the military, it, it, to me, that you, you have to have all of these rules and you have to be controlled all the time to do things. So you need time for yourself to allow the playful child to come out and allow yourself to um, make mistakes and embrace your imperfections. It's very difficult when you are, you know, when you have such responsibilities to make sure we stay safe, but you also have to take care of yourself, you know, and find that joy, um, whether you're, you know, whatever you're doing. Margie, quick question, okay. Can you make anyone an actor or an actress? I, you know, people ask me that all the time, do I, I? I think that there are people that I've had in my classes that are obviously from the very beginning, Brad Pitt, you know, Vince Vaughn, uh, Mishka Kahartike, all these people that I knew from the beginning were had it, mm-hmm. had the it factor. Sure. It isn't about you becoming it and making someone a great actor. It's about me helping you find the the joy of creating. And if you learn to create through your imagination, if you learn to have a strong relationship, if you learn to, to that you allow yourself to be open, then anybody can get up there and do it. Mm-hmm. But, but you can't just do it because you think you want to be an actor. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, it makes it's all the taking sense. taking with the essence of you, like Ron, you know, the essence of you, and say, you know what, I want to create a life. That's different than saying I want to perform and be an actor. Right. How do we get the book? Well, you know, it's all over the place. I heard it came out today. I mean, officially it's coming out today. Woohoo! Ooh, the congratulations. Uh, you, you can go on Amazon. Amazon right there. Or you have to use my name, um, Margie Haber. And um, I hope you all buy it. I think it's a book, really, I'm seriously a book to help everyone feel better about themselves and find hope. I think it's a hope book. I think you're absolutely right. I think you're right. Are you going to buy it? I'm going to buy it, absolutely. Hey, I'm into this thing. Believe me when I tell you. Will you you text? Will you let me know? I absolutely. I want you to tell me how you feel about it. I will absolutely do that. And will you come back and join us again sometime, Margie? Yes, anytime. And just MargieHaber.com. Anybody who wants to uh, come on on Monday and, and get to know me, they can get on. Connect with me. I'm very happy to help anybody. Margie, thank you for joining us. We look forward to your return, my friend, okay? Thank you, Ron. Take care. You've been terrific. Margie Haber has been our guest. Her topic matter is very, very applicable to anyone, not just if you want to be in show business, but if you just want to enjoy life, you got to come out of your comfort zone. And sometimes when you do, you find a new you. There's more to come live nationwide and around the world with Ron Seggi today. 
Stress. It never seems to end when you owe money to the IRS. What about the years of unfiled tax returns? Have you tried another tax service and gotten nowhere? Then you need Tax Alliance. Why? Years of being A-plus rated with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints sets them apart. Call 800-624-9275. That's 800-624-9275. Don't wait until the IRS attacks your wages, bank account, your home or pension, and even your social security check. Tax Alliance specializes in IRS tax relief programs, including the Fresh Start Initiative, which can finally free yourself from IRS. IRS debt. Their tax professionals can file returns, fight the IRS to substantially lower your IRS debt, or possibly even have it forgiven. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled tax returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call 800-624-9275. That's 800-624-9275. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Ron Seggi today, live all across the USA and around the world. We're going to talk about a very important subject, and that is eye care. Suddenly losing your vision can really impact your life. Devastating. A new survey is talking about the emotional burden and the impact of not seeing that can lead to a lifetime that has totally changed. Joining us right now is Dr. Nancy Holkamp. And she is the Director of Retina Services at Proposed Vision Institute in Missouri. Welcome to the show, Doctor. Nice to have you here. Thank you for having me on your show today. I believe, and I am a firm believer in this, that out of all the senses, the one that is the worst is blindness. And you know, you would think in my business, I would say hearing. I'd lose my hearing all day long compared to losing my sight. It is very, very, very difficult. And this problem that causes a lot of blindness is called geographic atherapy, or GA, which is macular degeneration. Tell us what that is, because I know friends that have it, and I know what they're going through and have gone through. Well, geographic atrophy, or GA, is an advanced form of age-related macular degeneration that perhaps your listeners may know as AMD. And this is a global health problem. It affects 5 million people worldwide but more than a million people here in the United States. And geographic atrophy is a progressive disease that severely impacts your central vision. That is the fine vision that we use for reading or driving. So you can see as people get older and the disease progresses, it has a profound impact on independence and quality of life. And there is no cure for it, is there? There are currently no approved treatments for geographic atrophy, but there are ways in which we can help patients who have this disease. Here's what really brings it down to brass facts here. My son's father-in-law is an eye doctor. His mother had macular degeneration. Now here you have an eye doctor whose mother gets it, and he told me one day, I can't do anything for her. That is very depressing. Well, well, I agree, but one of um, the important things about geographic atrophy and the recent survey that was done in this disease is fully understanding and comprehending the impact it has, not only on patients, but family members um, of patients with geographic atrophy. In fact, we just performed a large survey called the GAINS survey. It's a global geographic atrophy insight survey conducted by the Harris Poll and sponsored by Apellus Pharmaceuticals, who I'm here on behalf of today. 
And this survey really gave us so much information about what it's like to live affected. So some of the key findings were that 95% of people felt it affected their reading and 95% of people felt it affected their driving. And so it's a huge burden, not only on patients, but the people around them, family members, caregivers, loved ones. It's really an impactful disease. Is it only in an aging person? I mean, can a young person have it? Well, a key hallmark of age-related macular degeneration and therefore geographic atrophy is age. And so we see this in older individuals. But it's not just age. Um, geographic atrophy and AMD have an underlying genetic predisposition. So when I see a patient and I diagnose GA, they'll very frequently say, gee, my mother had that, or my grandmother had that, or my uncle and two aunts on my father's side had it. So it tends to run in families, and it's just very, very common to hear that from the patients who are suffering from this disease. So it can be hereditary. I would assume that there are some symptoms of this. Is there any pain involved, or is it just the continual kind of um, slow process of having blurred vision? And how long after detected does it take effect where it's complete blindness? There are no pain fibers in the retina. So it's main symptom is a slow deterioration of central vision where people lose the ability to read, read small print, even with reading glasses. And they may lose the ability to perform hobbies such as uh, sewing or uh, fishing uh, for men. So the main symptom is really progressive loss of vision. Now you mentioned the fact that you start to see that you can't sew, so on and so forth. Now there are people that I know that say, boy, I can't drive at night anymore, or you know, it's so hard for me to read. I mean, should everybody be checked for this? Because what's the difference between having onset of macular degeneration or just having poor eyesight? Well, the American Academy of Ophthalmology recommends that everyone over the age of 50 have a yearly comprehensive eye exam because that's when all the age-related diseases show up, including age-related macular degeneration and GA. And so it really takes an eye care provider to make the diagnosis and to give you the best possible information and education about your particular eye condition. Tell us about the Post Vision Institute. I think that a very unique institution and one, an important one, too, in the help and the care and the research for macular degeneration. Well, at the Pepos Vision Institute, we do clinical trials uh, across all aspects of ophthalmology, but in particular, we are part of clinical trials that are looking for a treatment for GA, and currently we don't have a treatment for GA, but I'm very optimistic and hopeful, and it's one of the reasons why this survey was done, which was really to raise awareness about GA and educate not only patients, but their family members about the impact of this condition. Will a day come when there might be a cure or treatment? I, I'm very optimistic about a treatment, uh, I think in medicine we tend not to use the, the word cure very often, right. but I do remain very optimistic that in the near future there will be an effective treatment that is also safe for patients with geographic atrophy. I said in the introduction that this is a very important subject. I believe that thoroughly. 
I think the loss of eyesight is unbelievable. It's one thing if you're born with it and never knew what it was like to see. But if you've lived a life and then lose your sight, it has got to be devastation right at the top of the list. I completely agree, and I find that to be true for all of the patients that I take care of. Yeah, unbelievable. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. Our guest has been Dr. Nancy Holkamp, the Director of Retina Services at Popose Vision Institute in Missouri. Doctor, you are always welcome back here. Very serious matter, eye care, and we look forward to your return. Well, thank you very much. It's been my pleasure. Great having you here with us. As I mentioned before, very serious situation. If you feel you have any type of loss of sight, or better yet, go see, as the doctor said, eye doctor every year to make sure that your sight is always intact. You don't want to lose that. Oh, I can't even imagine. little reminder to you to check our website, which is ronsegi.com, R-O-N-S-E-G-G-I.com. We're going to pause for a second, but there's more to come. I used to hate the worn-out plastic mat under my office chair. It dented and cracked, and it was uncomfortable to roll on. And then I found the premium alternative, a glass chair mat by Vitraza. I liked it so much, I bought the company. I'm George Pardo, president of Vitraza. Our glass chair mats are made of super strong glass and protected with a nanotech coating, so you'll always get a smooth, easy glide. And they're beautiful. Tired of replacing plastic mats? I promise, this is your last chair mat. We give you a lifetime warranty. Comfort, style, durability. A Vitraza glass chair mat will completely transform your workspace, home office, or office office. Order online at vitraza.com. That's V-I-T-R-A-Z-Z-A.com. We stock 18 popular glass chair mat sizes and shipping is free. Get the look you deserve and get 10% off any glass chair mat with promo code George at vitraza.com. As a mother, you don't want to have to worry about this bill is coming but then she needs this chemo. That's a decision you shouldn't have to make. At St. Jude, a family never sees a bill at all. It's like the world has been lifted off of your shoulders. The treatment doesn't get any better than what you receive at St. Jude. It saved my life. It saved my daughter's life. It saved our family. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. As a mother, you don't want to have to worry about this bill is coming, but then she needs this chemo. That's a decision you shouldn't have to make. It's a huge burden lifted financially, and so it allows you to give singular focus to your child. I've never known a hospital that takes care of their patients so thoroughly. That was the first thing I was like, how are we going to do this? When they told us that we didn't have to pay a single bill, I was like, wow. They pretty much have saved us. It's like the world has been lifted off of your shoulders, and now your focus is supporting this child. There is not another hospital like St. Jude. The patient care is unmatchable. It saved my life. It saved my daughter's life. It saved our family. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. Go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. We understand what makes this cancer tick. And of course, without donors from around the world, this just couldn't happen. There's one thing we're focused on, and that's beating this thing. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures 
Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. That's a wrap with Ron Sedgie today on this first weekend of the month. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we want to thank you and all of our guests for being part of it. And our guests include my buddy Tony Orlando, Kelly Edwards talking about getting the house ready for summertime, John Cena from the WWE, Margie Haber about how to get into show business and acting, and also Dr. Nancy Holkamp with Eye Care. And I hope that you enjoy the interview that we had as a tribute to our friend Ray Liotta, who passed away just a couple of weeks ago. Great guy, sensational talent, and a real loss. Well, we'll be looking for your company come next week when we're going to do it again, live all across the USA and around the world with Ron Seggi today. And until then, I'm Ron Seggi, hoping you have blue skies and green lights. Mm-hmm.